let's get more money Remember when we had no money, nobody Give flying fuck about us All the dudes doubt us and fuck about us They said I'd never make it Fuck what they said, not a conversation Cause I got bitch and I'm gonna stay bitch In your motherfucking face, bitch I do Welcome back, everybody. Season two, that's wrong, episode definitely six. Definitely wrong, it's definitely episode six. But um, we're here with everyone's least favorite segment, I Gotta Say This. So this episode is brought to you by Natalia Vargas Insurance, Dab and Aladdin, and Golden Remedy Edibles, as well as Hydro Grow, your all-in-one grow tents. What else we got? Is that everything? That's it. That's it. Sounds good. Um, that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, so we got the rally coming up. We got well, which a, rally? What kind of rally? The Freedom Rally. Oh, the Freedom Rally. Freedom Rally. Some rallies I don't attend. The 29th, <laughs> 29th Freedom Rally, right? Annual Boston Freedom Rally. 29th, so next year will be 30 years. It's a long time. It's wild, dude. I, I started going to these things long. when I was like I haven't been 15, alive that 14, whatever. No, dude, middle school. I started going to these things. I'm not even 30 years old. Wow, They've been doing this. Oh, fucking cool for you. <laughs> All right, go to, go to the fucking rally. Go to the trailer. <laughs> guest this week as usual um we got the legendary the one and only bobby Mr. nuggs what's up fellas bobby nuggs it's good to be back and talking seaweed i know it's your second appearance you're the first guest to be here twice appearance. right this is three I be, is this yeah catch you count kind of oh kind of mine too yeah kind of was like an away game though it we don't count that game. we're like you've actually studio, come these in guys, this is has two. anybody else come in twice no. dab and Latin. no he only came in once. He did only come in once. We just hung out with him. We thought he came on our podcast. Turns out he just came and hung out with us and got high one. What's the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? We, we just forgot <laughs> to turn the cameras on. That's awesome. He <laughs> <laughs> was a good podcast. Basically the same thing. So yeah, first ever repeat guest. And uh, he's here because he's got a lot going on. And probably one of like the most well-known guests. Right. So right everybody that's not well-known didn't come back. <laughs> Maybe they weren't invited. Maybe they weren't. But um, you got a bunch Maybe of shit going not. on this weekend. We got a bunch of shit going on this weekend. Dab and Aladdin, our sponsors, got a bunch of shit going on. Golden Remedy. Um, what are you going to be doing? I know you're on a couple panels. You're doing what you're all yeah. over the place. You're just telling us you're a little stressed. Give you a little bit of backdrop. This is actually be my 10th year going to Boston Freedom Rally. My 7th year speaking at the Freedom Rally. They do a lot of in-depth speakers on main stage. And uh, for the last three years or so, they've been doing the Education Village which is a comprehensive um, kind of classroom style setting at the oh, festival yeah. where numerous educators come and bring forth knowledge um, and teach the community, the open public, about all different types of topics. So this weekend I'm going to be speaking uh, on Saturday on the Cannabis in the Media panel. We're going to be discussing like the current state and the past state of cannabis in the media, how it's changed and progressed from the 80s to the 90s to 2000s, 
and now Viceland and give us a preview. How has it changed or progressed since the eighties, nineties? Honestly, like I feel like music, the music culture has been the vehicle that has carried cannabis to a mainstream level. Mm-hmm. And music's been the only mainstream thing. <clears throat> music's mainstream as as anything is. Yeah, you know what I mean? weed's but sports doesn't accept weed. You know nope. what I mean? The way movies the way doesn't really accept movie, weed. Hollywood too. doesn't really it, too much. You know they what I mean? Do outside outside of like, as well. In the movies, but, some people, Melissa Etheridge, but musicians have always endorsed since day league. one, and mm-hmm. Hempfests have always been a thing for the last thirty years or so. Their musical I acts have been slack in the last few years. Tree. But I remember being remember a kid tree. and listening yeah. to the Black Crows and hearing about them being like the OGs in the festival community mm-hmm. and like them being the dudes that are like the activists in the music community. So they were one of the first bands and rock bands that like publicly advocated for cannabis at Hempfest and on stage when they were speaking and playing music and right. shit. That's dope. Yeah. So cannabis in the media is obviously super important to me. I'm a journalist. I do a lot of different media work and, and interviews and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, so I also feel like uh, journalists have played a major role in uh, where cannabis is going now. Thanks, man. We appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> what did without <laughs> us, like, who would you. be spreading all this information? It's weird. You've never interviewed us. I don't know why. Damn right. It's hmm. about time. Hmm. Yeah, it's not, not on this show. This is our show. <laughs> it's our show. No, we're asking the questions. But uh, on that Cannabis in the Media panel, we're going to have uh, Steve Bloom. He's a very, very famous activist, and uh, he's the founder and publisher of Celeb Stoner. Steve works with all the famous people from Wiz Khalifa, to Redman, all the famous musicians, to all the famous actors, the whole thing <coughs> nerds. He writes articles about, he basically Celeb Stoner is the TMZ of uh, the cannabis industry. Uh, we'll have Mike Q up there. I think Mike is uh, 95.5. Mike, Mike Q, HJY, WHJY maybe, I, I forget. Yeah, I don't know. Mike Q's the man. We'll have uh, Mike Whiter up there, Now This Weed, Now This News. Are you guys familiar mm-hmm. with them and their 60 second docs? Yeah, yeah, They're killing it right now and spreading a lot of great information. Yeah. Um, social media cool. it's a great idea I, like I don't know where yeah. we would be without Facebook and Instagram and our community that's how I met these guys in a lot of ways and it's pivoted us in such a great way to be able to continue to free the plant and to represent for it you know? despite those same companies deleting accounts and really trying to hold it down you know anyway they're really they're not really that supportive but we they're not we do use their platform are they making a dent and are we allowing them to stop us no no, no right? but nobody's ever stopped it. No, you're not gonna. It's, you're it's never cool gonna to see, stop something. People. No, want. you can't stop this momentum. <clears throat> it's yeah. been built for so long that <clears throat> it's just gonna keep snowballing. How do you feel about the regulation? Honestly, regulation frustrates me. I've always, I've never been for legalization. That was never my thing. Ten years ago, when I started doing this, I wanted medical and decrim. And decrim. Yeah. That's and definitely what I, medical. That's what I always thought made the most sense. But as the cannabis movement turned into an industry. Uh, I've watched a major change happen in that and it, it's really frustrated me to see sick people have to leave their home state to go to a legal state 3,000 miles away to have to obtain this medicine that all of us get to do in our state because our legislators passed that, those laws. Um, so that's one of the most frustrating things is seeing you know, people going through that with sick children and sick Mom's dad's aunt's mm-hmm. uncle. Yeah, and as fucked up as that is, I just saw that High Times shared an article the other day that the some the, someone's yeah. being from Malaysia. Yeah, someone in Malaysia, a Malaysian court has uh, sentenced the man to death by hanging for yeah. treating people with cannabis oil. Yeah, he was given Malaysia's fucking bonkers. Dude, I know that's that, that really put things in perspective. Like, holy shit! Like at people least we're still not getting there, murdered you know? just for giving oh, this yeah. away. But, 
holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are getting killed over weed. Like, oh, and imagine no being in like Saudi Arabia where like you I'm look at a picture fuck, of weed and yeah. you're fucking. <laughs> I, I also <laughs> like, we like heard you had the internet. Someone needs to step to the plate and make it so that there's one thing that makes sense for everybody. And every state is so drastically different that like, as soon as you step foot over one boundary, you're in a better position or you're in a worse. Yeah, really I recently went to South Carolina. Yeah, Yikes. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. The least they could do it is, is leave it up to the state to regulate and at least decriminalize it federally. Uh, I always you know say I mean? that like we're gonna the, take the another 20 you know? years to reverse all of this you know, mess that everybody's creating right now, trying to um, take control of the, the profit margins in this industry. They're the ones who are gonna make these laws to benefit themselves that in 15 years we're gonna make, what the f- were we thinking? Right. People are thinking with green in their eyes, you know what I mean? I mean they're, not even, green, they're with, not even thinking with green in their eyes, like in the way of like, wow, like if, if I got a chunk of this, I could make a lot of money over the next 100 years no. for my family. No, they're Longevity thinking like, oh, thanks for $50,000 right now. I vote yes. You know, it's regulation like, oh, right now geez, is also man. bringing like a lot of people out of the woodworks to, to start new companies and corporate people that... That gets under my skin a little bit, and I can't feel entitled like or anything and, like that. Um, you know what else? I mean? But corporate people, people re- really, corporate, they have let's skin talk about corporate people a little no bit. Pack. Let's talk about national, like big, you know, California, Colorado companies coming in and and basically just just looking to get money out of all these local companies who have who have fought long and hard in Massachusetts, you know, for legalization. Then you've got other reps from. Other states that aren't even that have their own shit to deal with coming down to Massachusetts. And you guys dealt with it in Rhode Island too, was where everybody else was. You guys were the first ones to be like, "We're gonna let this go," and you saw a rush. I know a bunch of people from Massachusetts that ran down there. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like you guys saw that rush, and then you guys. We're gonna I don't, know, so what the fuck, I don't know what the fuck you guys did, but something happened along the way in Rhode Island. What happened in Rhode Island was I really feel that people got very selfish. They wanted all of this, you know, green rush for a small group of elite individuals. Well, and they got that. They got that because (laughs) the fees went up exponentially to start a dispensary. And then what about talk about the tags? That's the plant just a tags. fucking headache. Excuse my language, but now they're charging. (laughs) It's no, this is a joke somewhere. Everything you say on dollars for plant tags you have to now have around the base of your plant, the stock of your plant. That have a barcode on them, so now you're on a government list. And those <laughs> on plants, every single if plant. they get stolen from you, that's a good thing. They could possibly be tracked, but how easy is it to just cut this tag and then you have no traceable plant very easily? You know, but that's one of the ways they're strategizing right now to make a shitload of money off of patients. Um, <coughs> that's a stupid They're probably shit making an extra quarter million dollars right now every six months to a year off of selling these tags, and it's all patients who are buying them if oh, yeah. they want to grow. Because they don't want people growing their own because they're trying to Just force like them into like two else, or like, three places. You know, opportunistic. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that are pulling these strings and, and, and strategizing to try to see, like, what's the best way to juice this right now. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion, that's like what we were talking about earlier. That's really, that's nickel and diamond, like, mm-hmm. bad. 250 grand. We have 16,000 patients in Rhode Island. <laughs> so realistically, how much, like, could you make off those tags? Wouldn't you rather put that effort into establishing better laws for our patients in a program to improve it and expand it. No. I mean... Not right now. I think Rhode Island is going to be sorry though because Massachusetts is going to be a hub and the mecca it is. of the entire East Coast until one Boston's day Florida and New York are like, hey guys, we're here. 
This is where New York can't. No, they won't be able to do it. You I know, know why they won't be able to do it? Because they won't. They'll have. They have like the Massachusetts Rhode Island effect times ten. That's why I also where, like get their politicians still, like, won't be. Able I love to, this so much, guys. Cause, it'll like, it'll happen, but like they'll be. You don't like, know what's gonna give happen. Me. Right. We have no freaking clue. Dude. Uncharted territory. It, it really is. is. It really is. The pioneering in this industry is still in its baby steps, yeah. it's and still a, a lot of these people have. Yeah, you started heirs for their family and they're making multi-million dollars a year to be able to leave after they're gone. And I hope some of these people want to bring their businesses, have them for 100 years. Like, I don't like comparing to alcohol, but every time I see my friends going to buy bottles of Jack Daniels or like Henny, I'm just like... Buy something local. Yeah, buy something local. Buy something local. small batch. You know? like, I, I like to and drink bourbon, so I'll, I'll buy a small batch. That's also something that I want to see more of is supporting mom and pops. Um, I personally feel like they're gonna try as much as they can to push that out. So that that used my them. dream used to be. I just want to have a place where I can grow my own, sell it. Like everybody knows who I am, they can come by. That dream's still gonna be real, my friend. But you're gonna I have to fight so. for it. But that's the thing is, we're gonna have to fight a lot harder than I thought we were going to have to. Mm -hmm. I but thought they were just we gonna let us ride off into the sunset right and be happy. All but of us have this opportunity like to create business and for ourselves, our friends, our families, and to be able to generate revenue to put forth to get you know lobbyists. Really if if the industry wants lobbyists, hey, send that's me a up. hard ball game. But to get these laws changed and have so things more in our it. favor, you have to rub elbows with those people. Yeah. I never knew that lobbyist was an option for a job, but if I did, I would have been a lobbyist. Uh, lobbyists make a lot of fucking money. Yeah, dude. Where was my guy? <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Navarro. High school. What the fuck, I've man? I personally donated two or three thousand dollars in my own cash over the last five or six years to lobbyists just to be part of the change. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, the regulation right now is uh, scattered as shit. A lot of it doesn't make sense. But California and Massachusetts, I think, are going to have the most sensible policies in the entire country. Yeah? Yeah. California seems to be pretty cool when it comes to weed. Hey, man, they're the first. When you're the first, you're always the coolest. That's yeah. true. Well, we know a lot about that. Yeah. Believe that. But sometimes you go to work for that and keep it established, you know what I mean? And that's something that they've been doing for a long time. And I always, people take it right I off always, the always like try to remind people, don't. like, <clears throat> where we saying? came from, yeah, we got to thank the gays, man, because without gays, HIV and AIDS, medical yeah. cannabis, that's a real thing. Been a pipe dream. Yeah. yeah. And here we are getting it for anxiety. In the Bay Area, too. Nausea. Bay, Bay Area. should make a shirt that says, thank the gays. I think that'd be I awesome. I think you might have it by <laughs> this weekend. We're going to have it by this you weekend. You know what? We should, we should do that. We should make a shirt that says, thank the gays. <laughs> Dash Bobby Nugs, like it quotes, like in quotes, like. <laughs> Thank, I, I don't know if people like, will be offended of that, but no, 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 we'll, we'll, no, we'll charge, we'll charge <laughs> more, we'll, we'll donate money to like AIDS research. I love it. Like yeah, yeah, Actually, exactly. at the this weekend, fifty dollars, uh, twenty five. Speaking of donating to, to something, uh, my friend Brooke Andrade has been on a kidney transplant list for like eight years, and she hasn't gotten one yet because she's a rare blood type. Um, so she'll have a booth this weekend. And she's working with um, one of the kidney foundations that's one of the most well-known in the country. They're going to have a booth for her there this weekend. Um, we're getting some sponsors to bring waters, to bring some flour, bring some hash. We should go talk to her on camera, spread a video. Yeah, yeah, I'll be stopping by to smoke it, up you know, and chill. But can help this is her the best out, place yeah. to Let try us know when you're going over there. Maybe make a video goes viral and she gets That'd someone awesome. up there that wants to. You know, it will change her life. I've known Brooke for years. Uh, she's a sweetheart. Beautiful, beautiful woman, beautiful girl. It chokes me up thinking about it, you know? Yeah. I've been seeing her really going through some shit. And, that's uh, tough, man. That's like, yeah, that's some wild is, shit. You know, I give her a lot of heart. I mean, a lot of credit because she's got a lot of heart and uh, she loves this movement. This is her life. It will yeah, always be yeah. her love. 
I met her through one of my mentors, the King of Pop. And uh, she's always Rest been really peace. close with me. Rest in peace. She's always been really close with me. And we all are stepping to the plate this weekend to try to help her. So, Let's all see right. Yeah, let us know, man. We're coming. We're in. Talk to see what he's in. Davin Aladdin's in. Davin Aladdin's definitely in. <laughs> Davin so, Aladdin. Back, back to the rap. Danny's, Danny's in. in. Oh, Danny. Who, we never thanked. Who we thanking this week on behalf Ooh. of Danny? We didn't do that. Sorry. We have Danny, a party. I want to hear also Thanking bananas. I like that. Potassium. They already have a rapper. Who's bananas? He's bringing jokes like, now. Really Danny <laughs> told me bananas were Ironic not. you even are talking about bananas because they're going we extinct. have a fortunate youth performer in the Boston Freedom Rally this weekend. And uh, one of their mascots on stage is a, is a banana because uh, their most famous song, Burn One, one of the lyrics is, Banana, don't let that ash hit the ground. Uh -huh. So people have just taken that. I don't even think Dan meant to say banana. Yeah. But people, all the fans were like, Banana! And like now there's a mascot of banana. He's like, I didn't actually say banana. <laughs> They've tried to get me to wear this fucking thing on stage so many times. Like, dude, I'm not doing it. I just thought it was genius nature figured out packaging before. Honestly, for oranges. Why are they going like extinct, Danny? Oh, uh, fungal disease. Really? Why? Yeah. Bananas? Yeah. Climate change. I believe it. Fungal things. Everything fungal's on the rise. I actually study a lot of fruit and like different mangoes and like yeah. different bananas from different regions and I want to order some stuff. Monocropping and climate change. I believe it. And it's already happened before, like in the 40s or 50s. Well, I just don't think people realize how real of a thing that is and how it's not just like, you know, one of those fake news stories that everybody yeah. thinks is on Bananas. I mean, uh, bats. Bats are in, like uh, dying at unprecedented rates that's, right now. That's sad. They have a fungal disease that eats their webs, like their wings. Do you think that that's the natural ebb and flow of the earth, or do you think that's like? Well, I don't know, cause like, so bats are dying, so there's gonna be more mosquitoes. If you gonna spray the yard with more chemicals, it's gonna fuck up the environment even more. And they're gonna cut down more trees, and there's gonna be less homes for bats. And, and people already aren't drinking enough water. Yeah, Danny's pissed off. Exactly. Eat too much meat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, so I was okay. So I was out in um. In and uh, what's it, Holyoke, and they have um, fossil footprints, like dinosaur footprints in this area. And it's, it's in Holyoke, Massachusetts, and it's like, this used to be a subtropical region. So if it used to be a subtropical region, I was like, that's fire. Because that means that, like, if that's what we're getting, awesome. I mean, it's gonna suck because a lot of animals we're not used to are gonna start coming up here. But like we'll start getting like alligators and shit, but kind of no, like trout, but yeah, it's been so No, not in my lifetime, but like my son is gonna be like Amos Moses and have to fucking He'll <laughs> be alright. You fucking this guy. mind his own business. It's just mind just mind my own business doing dabs. Right. Um gonna have some like you. He's from WAAF, which is 107.3. Yes, Oh dude, I love AAF. Mike you. Thank you. He's AF a, used to be the best. Can we talk about that? Uh, Whip them on Wednesday. Whip them on Wednesday. <laughs> fucking, um, uh, like, after 7 o'clock, they were like, listen, we're playing nothing but death metal. Have a good day. That's like, a they really, used to play all the music that BCN wouldn't play. That's a huge thing for him and, to be getting involved with the cams community. Dude, everything that, yeah, that BCN wouldn't play. I he's had um, interviews on WAF for the Northeastern Institute of Cannabis, I believe, mm -hmm. back in the day. Mickey Martin or someone like that. And definitely normal, too. So... The rally's got some heavy hitters this year, man. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're gonna be there, so we heard that they're You know what I mean? Everybody knows that. Too. Um, Honestly, I think this is gonna be the It's crazy to see the wall. I imagine so. I mean, with full. It's different. Two thousand nine was like, man, you couldn't even walk to it just to the left or to the right. 
without someone handing you a joint or just randomly walking into someone because there's so many people there. I remember a photo someone took of like, they always get that 420 shot of like everybody smoking up. That was like probably most memorable year for me was like 09. That, that was my first year. 09 was the year my daughter was born. 09 was my first year. And then to see how much things have progressed since then is really awesome. Yeah. And I feel like the Boston Freedom Rally has played a pivotal role in uh, these changes we've seen. Yeah. My, uh, I think it was oh, uh, 11, 2011? Isn't the no. second largest in the country? It is the second largest in the What's entire the, country the other than Seattle Hempfest yeah. out in Seattle. I heard Seattle's crazy. Honestly, like, it's going to be a goal of mine next year to just book the flight, go out and um, try to get on their speeder roster. Go to Seattle? Yeah, I'm going to try to see we if I can make a documentary. Well, uh, we should make a documentary. We can documentary. <clears throat> Honestly, it. like, I'm at a new like point a with, with my career, and I really want to start doing more. Right now. Yeah, you going back to my roots and, and what I was originally doing when I started, and that's activism work. Right. You know? So where, so where, at what point does the activism, and this is going to be like, I'm going to throw some fucking tough questions at you real quick. At what point do we start taking the activism to places that aren't going to be like a place like Seattle, a place like, um, maybe even a place like New York, where it's not like legal, but it's legal, or a place like Maryland. When are we going to start taking it, like, actually to the, like, like when are we going to go to Alabama? When are we going to go to Mississippi? When are we going to go to Kentucky? I just seen last week. Uh, actually, Kentucky's pretty good with The me. Texas Hemp Festival <clears throat> was uh, getting threats from Texas Police Department that the Texas PD and the, the state police were going to come and shut down the... This Texas yeah. M Festival with a bunch of rednecks who are like can have guns and like oh yeah it's a different world and if you get arrested down there but like you instantly my have point, to become my point like is that Nazi like, for no reason all of us <laughs> and, and everybody we've already established the it's inspiration like in this country an educational for those people, show you know? no yeah no don't so everybody out in that area is already so in awe of the cannabis community and the cannabis industry and dabs and raw papers and all the glass artists that everybody out here knows it's no different it's just that they're renegades and so were we at one point but hopefully those people in that area can start and spark the change maybe we can go we and just start bringing it. them up here so hey they man, can learn if i had the opportunity to go to texas or georgia or like somewhere in hey we're accepting like the South sponsors like right now for that shit too I would take Let's the go. opportunity and I would go and I would speak and I would educate and I would hope that some of the officials, the police department, fire marshals would come and, and listen. Yeah. That's interesting. Because <clears throat> that's the next step. And I got to be honest with everybody, like, I think the South's going to, once they finally like embrace it, hmm. we're going to get some. There's so much money in the United States, there. but there's a lot of old, old, old money down there and so much farmland. I would love to see I mean, more hemp. Grown in, oh my in, goodness! Well, Kentucky, Kentucky sees it. Yeah, Kentucky yep. sees they it. Really I think do. Kentucky's really gonna get it right. It's now that take they're on the board, places. there's gonna be a domino effect on there. Florida too. Like people are really pushing the issue down there, and like people are still getting arrested every day down in Florida for dabbing, making extracts. It's scary, and the laws down there are honestly really harsh compared to up here for sure. You can only imagine. Just and because they, their regulation medical. on business is less too. So mm -hmm. they're going to allow for smaller companies to grow. They're going to allow for people like we, like we were talking about Rhode Island, where they're basically saying nobody small is going to grow. They're, you know, always happy to. I guess that's the fear in the end. Texas is taking like every job. Mom and Pop, dude, like we said earlier, I hope that and know in my heart that we're going to have a place in all this. You know? I hope so, man, because it's really, it's like the dream. Well, I'm well, not what's happening up in Canada. Isn't it kind of, didn't that whole dream crumble and it's all commercialized and corporate now? And I mean, <clears> I guess when dreams know? crumble, it's all about the people who want to keep that dream alive, you know? 
So if it's you all have, it's it's the community that has to yeah, keep it going. It really know, is. It's the community. And that has anything's to keep going. possible. I feel <clears throat> with this type of stuff. If you it's, have, it's the, the fly resources. by night cannabis consumer you can't chase. True, but yeah, hundred percent. That's that's true. You know, and it's you can't stop it. But do we have the power and the power in numbers to always. to keep our movement and, and culture alive? Yes, that's always going to be there because it's the backbone of all this. I feel, but uh. We need to keep in mind um, the background and the backdrop, and that's everybody behind the scenes who are trying to pick and get a piece of the pie that we all have baked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So let, let me ask you this: so, like, as far as the East Coast goes, like, what are the the contrasts that you see here as opposed to what you see out in California, Colorado, uh, Seattle? That that that's a whole different lifestyle out there. It's a whole different world, you know. We're I mean, we're only really unified by the people in Washington. <clears throat> the lifestyles are different. Mm -hmm. what, what do you see, like in contrast? Like, there's going to be similarities. There's going to be similarities, obviously. But what, like, what are we doing different? What are we doing better? What are we doing? Honestly, like what I've seen out there, um, every single person has their own vision and their own entity and their own brand. And a lot of people on the East Coast, we really do work together. You know, I've had some flies out with, with people, but at the end of the day. Without them, I couldn't have got as much done as I have, you know? Yeah. So the solidarity here is that. always something I've been proud of. Just talking about this weekend, like, this is the best weekend of the year for East Coasters. If you smoke weed and you've never been to the Boston Freedom Rally, come change your life this weekend. Like, Boston Common, you know, you just show up. When? We would have never Friday, said that. Friday, high noon starts. High noon, <coughs> 4 o'clock, um, 6 p.m. Just show up, it's free, open to the public. Speaking of high noon, I'm pretty sure you can still have a battle to the death on Boston Common. You bring a judge. <laughs> it has to be over like it's crazy uh, you to think about. You can settle a feud. Like I can be like, Jay, I challenge you. Right. You, can, you can be like, I accept your challenge. Let me go fight. Ready? Hey man, I need another dab. You do your thing, bro. Taking another reverse dab. He brought the Wi-Fi. Brought the Wi-Fi. Some Wi-Fi OG. I love smoking gas. Didn't Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum chase after the Wi-Fi? And, uh, <laughs> I think it was number two. He's doing the reverse dab method again. Look yeah. at him go. I just wrote I just wrote an article about this and I'm waiting for it to get published by Relief Media right now. And you can see the skits. Imagine if he blew the smoke in and then... Quick, quick. Right. Oh shit. Just like how-to piece, you know what I mean? Like yeah. seven, eight hundred words because to be honest, like people still aren't doing this and I enjoy it, so... You seem to enjoy it. I like the little <laughs> tornado thing that happens in there. Dabs are always fascinating. They are. And reverse dab is just like a low temp dab. Where it's you... just a low temp dab where you reverse the methodology by putting the glob in the nail first and heating it up with the cap on yeah. versus heating the nail up, waiting for it to cool, and then putting it in. Yeah. So it's an eight or nine second. Well, we established it. it's yeah. about a 15, 20 second process. <laughs> yeah, we put it to the test. We put a, it minute, a minute and a half. Hard hitting like, journalism. Right. Sometimes I really do, <laughs> like to be I really do feel like I'm, I'm dabbing in like eight seconds because that's how it, yeah. you know, it's efficient. But that was beautiful, tasty. What else you guys want to talk about? I don't know. There's so I, don't much, know. I actually so was really enjoying happening. what we were talking about, man. Like I was actually really talking, enjoying talking about it because I think that nothing the more than like... I enjoy than talking about it, something that I am passionately fused about. Yeah, man. Like, some I love of this shit, shit gets man. Like, I love my this skin, stuff. dude. And these are the type of topics that we need to discuss. You know, yeah, you know and it's crazy because I feel like one of the things that like. Um, 
What's up? <laughs> yell it out. You gotta yell it out. Yell We're out. No Secrets Ghouls Podcast. Ghouls and Goblins. Yeah, we definitely gotta we definitely gotta talk oh, about Ghouls and Goblins. Goblins. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get we'll, we'll get to we'll get to Goblins. That. All right, yeah. I'm sorry. So yeah. we got um yeah yeah. You want to jump right into that or you want yeah, to? Yeah, I'll discuss a little bit about Ghouls. That was awesome. All right, so yeah. after yes, yeah, so you got the we got the rally now this weekend, we the and then the following month you got big. The plans. following month, yep. October is obviously <clears> like a beloved time for the season and fall out here in New England. Halloween is just awesome. I'm always in the spirit around that season. Uh, about four or five years ago, I had uh, come up with the idea to start a Halloween sesh event out here. Um, in my opinion, there was one of the first in the country. Uh, I dubbed it Ghouls and Globlins. Instead of Goblins, I wanted to have a reference to dabs. If you're familiar with the 710 culture and dabbing, a glob is a big dab. Um, so Ghouls and Globlins. He's a punsman. He's a punsman. Ghouls and Globlins is a Hallow's Eve 710 social where we allow, actually, for the past three or four years, it was only patients that we would have allowed come to these events. We'd have exhibitors, live art, live music, tons of giveaways, prizes, catered food. Do snacks. you get dressed up to go? Yeah, costumes. Do you are have to get dressed up to go? If you don't dress up, then I'm probably going to like do something hilarious to you throughout the night yeah. thank you. Mm -hmm. there you, go. you what know? if I came as John? That's what cool. If, um, if you came as John, that works. So this year it's open to the public? Or this is the first year uh, since I has, had established Goals and Goblins. Let me say that I, I did take a break from the event for a year and a half to just focus on some other endeavors and personal uh, situations that I wanted to get done. But um, this is a relaunch party. 2018 Goals and Goblins is a relaunch party. Oh. Um, what night is it on? October 27th, Saturday. Alright, good. Um, so it's not on Halloween. Not on so Halloween. Trick or treating. I wanted to make sure Lots that it was on the weekend, and usually Halloween seems Get like it lands during the days a lot of the times, you know right. what I mean? Um, but in the past, Ghouls right, and Goblins like was a cannabis cup. I had for three years uh, an extensive competition with best flower, best solvent, best solventness. The second year, we had like 30 competitors enter. Um, and uh, I actually unified with Chalice California, that is a 21 plus cannabis theme music and arts festival that is one of the big, the best and biggest in the country. They actually um, gave the best solvent winner of Ghouls and Globlins a trip paid to enter Chalice California in 2016. Oh, cool. And they actually ended up going and placing at our event, going out to Chalice <coughs> and winning an award at Chalice. That makes um, you look good. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was cool. We made some history there. Right. And that's what Ghouls and Globins is all about. It's about community. We raise money. We do all types of different stuff. What's, um, what's different this year? Um, the fact that it's 21 plus and I'm doing it in a recreational state. Um, it's a little different, you know, not working as much with the patient community directly. But a lot of these people who are 21 plus already seem to have their cards. Um, how does I'm, one get in? How does one buy a ticket, or how is that? How does possible? a certain podcast get invited? Well, our, you, guys, our, you, you know, I would love but, if you um, guys came. You know, the average them. person, I would say. Um, if you would like, this is the type of event that I like to um, keep more in the backdrop. It's an invite-only affair. I don't want everybody. The you can't out. come, technique. We're familiar <laughs> but, with that one. <laughs> if you guys want to go to the event, you can follow me on Instagram, Bobby Nugs underscore official. Um, send me a DM with your ID, as long as you're 21 plus. I'll vet you, and uh, I'll put you on my list and come out and have a good time with us. Make sure you wear a costume. If you also follow Talking Seaweed, that helps. First 40 GA, general mission guest at the door will receive a gift. VIP is almost completely sold out. I have um, the Red Baron. He actually just got flown out. 
to perform at High Life Music Festival, and he did a really good job. I'm proud of him. He's a local kid from out here, hip hop artist. He's the man. Uh, DJ Saxon Dex is going to be entertaining, and then I have Tai Chi Wait, Funk Squad. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! What's what? his name? Sex on nope, Dex. Before. The Red Baron. Thomas Brill. What? Golden Remedy Animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't that dude talking about him? They were talking about him. He's a local kid. He's a man. Really? I, 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 I think there's a connection. So I see, doing a I see like uh, they I see the potential of his career and his yeah, skills no, as a hip hop artist. As you know, man, you're in the hip hop community. Yeah. Some of these guys just gut it. Are you? you, well, uh, you they don't know that, but yeah, yeah. 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 my man right here. You know, much respect to John. I appreciate that, brother. So what um, do you do? I do he's a rapper. No, I'm not. honestly, he's one of the best photographers and videographers in all New England, in my opinion. You know, and he's a rapper. <laughs> other than that, other than him, Mr. DL is one of my close, close, close friends that has just a superb reputation. And DL's a good guy, yeah. Your he name has run bells stuff, for yeah. years, man. I never knew who you were That's until crazy. that Sensi party. That's crazy. Oh, look at that. They did something, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be having another one of them soon. Sensi, I'm actually going to be working with them um, just to do some journalism work and some writing yeah. under Dan McCarthy, you know? Yeah. But, uh, we know we have some mutual friends. Yeah, and, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, no, we could talk more about that in a few. Yeah, um, totally. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Can we cut to that on hot? We have fucking so much going on. Can we just cut to a commercial break real quick? Perfect. Get high? Yeah, like we you can't get high on the show. We got to cut to a commercial break. Let me know when it's Why good. Why can't you guys get stoned? I'm like, we already smoked the one. I'll smoke another one. Okay. I would like a bath. You got to do. Come here. I'll fuck you up for dirt. Come here. We still going, Danny? Yeah, sir. No, it's oh. okay. March 31st, I'm in the Aries. I don't know. I don't know any, anyone else's except mine, but that's mine. I'm Amethyst. Really? See, that's pretty cool, right? Mm hmm. So it's more of an upbeat, uh, like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel you. Like, I'm like, I'm on the same page, on the same wavelength. material that's happened as soon as it went on a break um so as you can see we have a dating show that's pretty fucking cool who else in the cannabis industry is doing a blind Honestly, dating like, show oh i know the answer to that nobody oh i know who's gonna do it next though but i won't say that anyway. i do too we'll be hey, nice trendsetters bro. bro you know it's we'll, we'll be nice we'll be fucking nice tonight true that east coast tastemakers show you know i mean we got i mean when you do make taste people are going to enjoy them right not only do you guys have a dating show but it's honestly working 
seems like. Yeah. And you have some really high quality fucking shit going on there. And you're working with some cannabis chefs too? Yeah, we're working with the mass cannabis chefs. Every time you guys gonna be doing that and having another cannabis dinner? You yeah, can I just go ahead and say fuck the mass cannabis chefs? We're still waiting on our candy from 1947. Hey, shit, so Joe, thanks, thanks fucking. We, we, we have this relationship with. with no, no, we love them. Yeah, we I'm just kidding. Love no, that's all love thing. That, that's me saying hi to Joe. That was, uh, Joe's gonna watch this like scumbag. He's gonna be like, fucking scum. Mass <laughs> cannabis chefs. He's gonna do hashtag scum. Officially <laughs> met you guys. Right, right, right. They're actually gonna host another. I'm gonna host another dinner at my house awesome. uh, in October, the beginning of October. I would love um, to come hang out, man. Yeah, it'll be cool. Be there. Sure. He won't be there, but won't be there. He's got family it's obligations. My anniversary. But, um, I'm not gonna be working. I'm just gonna be hanging out. So it'll be cool. fun if you wanna come. Yeah, that'd be yeah. Cool. I'm trying to like. You know, I may go rent a cabin up in Vermont and uh, get some writing done and, and chill after the Freedom Rally and get mm -hmm. my head in the game for Ghouls and Goblins, you know? But Sounds like that, a fucking blast, man. It does sound weekend. like fun. I'm gonna go rent a cabin up in Vermont. Right? Yeah, let's fucking do that. I made, my fucking aunt just bought a house up in Vermont. She's like, you can use it, you can use it whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. She told my mom that. Take advantage. But like, yeah, I would love to. But like, I feel like that's just her being nice because she's like, She's, her house is really clean and like not like, you know what I mean? It's like, She's I like, wanna, no, I, I meant your mother could use it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, it's like one of those places, I don't know if I want to go. Here. She'll like know I was here, yeah. Unless, um, which one would you like? Blue, black, orange, or 420? I love Maine. Okay. Yeah. In, my, in New England, that's my I favorite. really like It's sad Maine. though, every yeah. time I go up there, more logs, more lots cleared. More trees more dead. Oh, Danny's man. People are catching up. I started going there to get away from all that. He I, starts tearing I up. always say that, like, Maine yeah, in some parts of Maine. Yeah, but you're not going deep enough in Maine, dude. True. you got to drive a little further, True. man. Stop. Don't, don't, enough, go to, go don't go to Portland yeah. and be like, whoa, yeah, what's no, happening no, no, no. here? I compare Maine so to, like, our Humboldt and yeah. our Emerald Triangle. No, if you go up shit. north enough, then, like, you're going to be in some fucking scary-ass hills, rolling hills and, like, hills Yeah, I like that. Shit. I, I like that. Too. That's that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. It's country. I'm from that's the country. The, that's so. the dream. It's that. Yeah, I, don't, uh, yeah, I grew up in a really small dead, town. Really small, town. Yeah. small town. We had like 475 kids in our high school. I almost moved there. I've always been a stoner, dude. Like nothing has changed, dude. Yeah. I've just managed to somehow like become an entrepreneur in the business because I saw the potential in it many, many years mm -hmm. ago. All my friends used to think I was out of my fucking mind. Yeah, now look at him. Mm -hmm. Now look at him. Honestly, a lot of my friends are starting to get jobs in the industry um, and starting their own businesses and shit. That's dope. I have four, four friends from high school who were partners in grow shops, freaking you name it, you know? Yeah, yeah that's cool. I see, uh, yeah, I see grow stores popping up. One just popped up in the town over from here. What I honestly um, want to see popping up more is dispensaries that like are good. the public can go to and have great options to choose from. You yeah, know? you're going to have you know, 100 grand and a fucking... True. The Massachusetts is on the verge of, um, you know, a really, really bright future, I feel, not just financially, but culturally, too, because I was going to mention earlier that equity is a super important thing that um, has been brought to people's attention a lot lately, because so many people of ethnicity in the community have uh, such um, brilliant minds and profound things to say that needed to be heard in the community uh, and they're fighting for their rights now um, to own businesses and, and more businesses more colored owned businesses that honestly we need more of um, it's awesome how mass did the economic empowerment program yeah I, that's I, that's what I was exactly thinking of shout out to all those guys Joseph Gilmore mass recreational consumer council Sonia Erica there's a lot of people out here in New England right now specifically 
who are fighting for equity. And that's something that all these years of being an activist um, was never really brought to my attention. And that pissed me off. Yeah. And the last year, uh, I've been really focusing on that. And uh, I believe in what they're doing and uh, their stake and everything. I, I really hope their future is secured. Now, aren't they also doing something where if you've been affected by the drug war? Yeah. Yeah. Rock, if you've had a conviction. They're reversing. I, is it felonies? Recidivism. Recidivism. What's the word? Recidivism. <laughs> what if like? What's the word for when you've been incarcerated and wrongly, basically, you can get out? I mean, in legal states. What's what's like, a considered a victim of the drug war? I think victims of the drug war are people who are selling cannabis on interstate commerce, like highways you know people like that and their homes growing especially people who have gotten asset seizures and stuff like that a lot of asset seizures honestly a lot of assets is it specifically cannabis related is my question honestly i'd say a, a, a large percentage of it is cannabis related yeah but a yeah. lot of those times um in my opinion like people who you know do so large amounts of cannabis or or are involved not in cultivation necessarily but are more involved in the black market sales of cannabis also you know not to stereotype but they do dabble in other substances sometimes or they have firearms, firearms. yeah do and, firearms i feel you know if you have a firearm that seals your fate like more than the fucking 50 pounds of weed you got you know well, yeah, and, firearm, once you add that firearm into the equation like, like five for the gun yeah like, it's like two for the wall. so there's a lot of fathers out there, a lot of uncles, a lot of brothers, a lot of cousins, you know, and honestly, a lot of mothers and two who have gotten serious. Wasn't there a woman in the media? Just um, recently, yeah. I forget exactly what the title of the article was, but I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, there was some. Dude, my family counts. I think we're good. Honestly, I've been affected personally affected by the drug war, and my friends have been raided. My family has been raided. I was born into the industry, but because of my elders' decisions. You know, it wasn't just cannabis. So who knows, like, if they could want to get involved in the industry now, if they even can because there's this decisions they made when they were young. But I'm the honest. fact that they're starting to reverse things like that seems like such a positive step forward for people to have a Let's hope they just do what they say they're going to do. <clears throat> yeah. Know? As we know, we'll see. talk is cheap in all parts of life. Yeah, I'm really, like, not impressed until I see... Like, yeah, you're right. I'm not... It's, it's amazing that they're saying they're going to do it, but... <laughs> exactly! At the end of the day, it's, it's, I'm, that, I'm it's like that people are, uh, like, older now. And see, like, this is, see, this is where I hate then fucking... they're going to have testing, and then they're going to issue tickets for being under the influence. Yeah. So, you know, it's like they're going to find a way to... It's just constant roadblocks. I just saw an article this morning about this company who's trying to patent right now the breathalyzer... For THC, it's not CDX, I, I forget the name of it, but their patent failed, or their design failed, and they're in the second process now of trying to make it work again. Oh, so it's got to work before, before we, we <laughs> before we know it. J just think about it. Like, how the fuck did someone think about creating? We a need to get one as soon alcohol? as they do. We're getting one for this. They're gonna. Work. They're gonna. <laughs> as soon as they do, gonna be a way for them to figure it out. One. They're gonna have to tweak it, but they're gonna utilize We're it. Gonna make, like, they're gonna make so much money off of those citations. You know what I mean? Like just like you know what else is gonna happen? We're but gonna start see, throwing. Imagine you get in trouble for smoking weed three times, and then to start your car, you have to breathe in a breathalyzer. 
This is start and go. So we, I walk everywhere. I just dude, ride a bike. Some my some my friends are fucking bikes and they had to get that shit. Like, dude, you guys are idiots. But like, I you family family did drive a retraining class in Rhode Island. You did? Yeah, I did. Hey, what's up with your stormtroopers, dude? What's that all about? What do you mean? The state police in Rhode Island, man. They're fucking. What's the, up? the state police actually in Rhode Island have been uptight for a long time, but they like, look like uh, <laughs> they've been uptight for a long time. Hey, no, they look like the, um, the Russian, like, Stalin, yeah. the Soviet, like Stasi. One time like, when I was a kid, I had to have fucking two stadies come and get me, and they were like, just jacked as fuck, dude. I was like, dude, these guys are scary black. as fuck, dude. Like, they were all black uniforms. All, bla <laughs> all blue uniform. Blue head to toe with a couple gold buttons, dude, in these boots, looking straight military, like super military. Yeah, honestly, like, you guys dress like <laughs> one of the one of the dispensary owners in Rhode Island is an ex-state police officer. Oh, go figure. Yeah, and Thomas Slater Compassion Center. I've been <laughs> and testified in the state house against the stuff that they've tried to put forth and, and pass legislature. I've sat there in like a tie and like yelled and like protested with signs outside the building in snow and in rain. And so it used to piss me off when I just see, see them there snickering. In the snow and the rain. So much yeah. money. <laughs> in the suit. Amen. No. Right. Protesting, rain, sleet, snow, protesting suit, is such matter. an important part of, of like getting under the skins of these politicians and like. Who was it recently that successfully? Uh, dude, I was like, it market that. basket I that, do that protest that actually fucking you won a couple it? years ago? Let's do it. Yeah. Was yeah. It yeah. Yeah. It was. That was dude. like an actual, like they actually were successful, no? My friend Nikki Poe, he did the 40, but they were, the 40 foot joint down uh, in Washington, D.C. They were willing to lose to win, dude. That's, you have to actually be willing to lose if you're trying to win. You can't just, you know, play it safe the whole time you're going to lose. You know, I've been on the front crazy. page of the Projo like three or four times with a sign about like taxation the cannabis and like patient rights and like showing my face and shit like that and like see taxation the cannabis is crazy to me because mm -hmm. I feel like I've been watching like watching people begging the government to take a chunk of money well, and like make it unaffordable anytime you try and to like legitimize something back to the you're gonna engage the government to try to do that to you unfortunately I know but that's so stupid but because in our all society, other in our society that, like I don't know. I think the thing that drives me nuts about the legalization is they're writing in all these laws like if they just allowed people to open businesses mm -hmm. and just do what That's they why do, they, make more they would money. they would make exactly. so much more money. Like I feel like who the fuck is making these decisions? <laughs> why do I feel like all of them are wrong? All of these decisions, like I was saying earlier, they're gonna have to be reversed, or we're gonna have to. We're really gonna. I say it constantly. People always ask me, "What do you think about the future? Our youth is the future." If yeah, we don't educate our children right now about what's right and what these people are doing is wrong. We're ethics be is a, a problem worse these days. Position. It is. There are none. Ethics um, is a big problem these days. And somehow in 25 years, like ethics dissipated from society completely. Oh yeah. You know, um, I I'm an old school kid. I grew up that way. You know? Civics as well is gone. True. <laughs> Civics is gone. Ethics what else are, gone. are we missing? Those are, those are big ones, dude. Like, to lose those from, like, True. learning them at young ages and but understanding them at a young age so you can take in the rest of the... It's important to say that values can be reinstilled. Hmm. So, mm -hmm. with our kids and even so our teenagers so right now, we need to make sure they know, like, hey, this is the future. Fuck alcohol, fuck big pharma. This is something you should put your focus and your energy into. You just see uh, Oxycontin manufacturer? Yep. Oh, yeah. 
Got the um Weird, I bet I bet you they got that the same way they got us. They, they they what were they, they doing with the AIDS? He wasn't he trying to like didn't they have like some cure for it or pill for it and he was trying to like insane amounts or something like that? Dude, no, that, that is that is the group. fucking was, tragedy dude, of our time. That was that dude Martin Scrabble who's in jail yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. He's in jail for that, I believe. Is um, he? Yeah, yeah. He's in jail at least. But no, Can not, you go to jail for buying something and changing the price? You can't price guys like this, some sort of, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, is there a lot, is it because it's medicine? I don't know. Hopefully. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, hopefully it's yeah. true, but I mean. Um, no, you were talking about. I mean, about rappers price now, gouge every day, yeah. so. Talk about <laughs> price gouging. The right to, um, the, to produce the. The, um, what is it? The thing to treat addiction, basically. Yeah. It's like a, it's a reverse addiction yeah. pill. You know what I mean? So we have this pill, then we're going to get the I mean, shit, if anybody knows how to undo what they've done. Yeah. So you know that family, they amassed more money since 1995 than some of the oldest families in the, in the world. Well, yeah, do they sell Oxycontin? No, but yeah, maybe it's like in the history. It. I don't know if you heard, but they're around. They were. They were, I also, yeah, they're I also like, that's such they a uh, the elephant in the room like subject. It always has been, but especially right now, like the opioid epidemic, you know? I really do feel like cannabis is an exit drug. Like, that's a statement that... I mean, it is an exit drug. We've heard yeah. so many stories from so many guests about either their direct result from, you know, their getting off drugs or like a friend of theirs or whatever. You know, we've heard that story over and over. And I think it's time motherfuckers start using it instead of hanging people for fucking for using it. Like, that well, shit's insane. I feel like it needs to be an option or at least considered as one. Mm -hmm. If not cannabis, then cannabis concentrates because... It really is. Um, no weed, then strong weed. If not heroin, then weaker heroin, right? Yeah. right. What's methadone? Oh, methadone's a joke. Oh, you know, don't get me started on that. Like, it literally. Dude, methadone. Like, dude, if I started taking methadone right now, I'd be. You know, I never had an issue. I'm open with the with all of my past drug use um, and what drugs saved my life. Like the first segment we had about LSD. Mm -hmm. I never had an issue with opioids, uh, thankfully, but I did try them a few times, and I really didn't like it. And one time I did take a whole methadone, and I had no opiates in my system whatsoever. I was just being really stupid and in, like, a bad place, which is dumb. But what that pill did to me, like, I never okay. wished that on anybody in my fucking life, man. Like, let me yeah, tell you right now. Good. Like, whoever, whoever put that medicine, whoever thinks that's medicine, like, there's something wrong with people, like... I had uh, I had surgery recently and they were like so we administered some fentanyl and hey, I was like I got listen, mad I was like fuck you I dude fully like, believe, why would you give me that I shit fully you're an asshole everything in this planet was put here <coughs> because it has its purpose to help human beings in some way or form but we are weak minded in ways and when we allow ourselves to give in to urges like that we easily succumb to them over and over and over again and before we realize it we're addicted to something I'm no stranger to that. But it's a conscious decision I feel like everybody, you know, at the end of the day makes. But I feel Danny, like cannabis to addicted to love right I now. feel like cannabis can really be like an exit drug and I guess a gateway to a better life and a better way of life for for people who are suffering through those types of problems well, in the world. Studies are coming out now that alcohol is actually the <coughs> one that's really getting everybody to do like cocaine and real drugs. Yes. Yeah, I can believe that. Let's yeah, be real though, yeah. Like I've never, I've seen so many people I know. It's fucked up. Drink like, and then 
be like, I want some Coke. Yeah. I don't see people my smoke weed. Like, oh, my father gave me my first sip of Budweiser when I was four wasted, years old, man. And they want to stay up. And they want to literally do, it's yeah. not stop partying. Yeah, and uh, like, I haven't gone late yet. That so vibe like with weed, like people mm-hmm. like are cool with leaving at ten o'clock and going home. They're like that. They want to go chill. You know what I mean? Like when you got drinkers, they don't want it to end, and then that leads to cocaine, and then that leads to a world. All I'm saying is like if you if people are out there and are suffering through those, moment, then I really so hope you find peace that. for yourself and with the help of cannabis because it really yeah. can help you in that path. I truly believe that. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, I. I also think you know. I think a lot of people I know are coming around to microdosing mushrooms too to get off hard drugs. Yeah, microdosing mushrooms seems <laughs> to be like a thing. I think dude. that like psychedelics and you know hallucinogens. Whenever I'm with these guys, is going to be a reoccurring topic for us. Sorry, guilty. Hey, I wouldn't be where I am and sitting it's in this position fault. without psychedelics because it completely yeah, cured my depression. Hey, I will admit that it changed my life the first time I ever mm-hmm. trips. The first time that I ever tripped <coughs> changed my life, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. something that I'll never chase again. Anything yeah. natural that helps people. And I will agree with like when people. I do think everyone should experience it once because it yeah. it changes the way you what you think is the limits on things. Yeah. See, I think I, 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 I've always been like acid scared. should do it once. Yeah. Well, not necessarily acid, but you know, mushrooms. I mushrooms, heard, I heard like last mushrooms night come from shit. On the season if finale. you're willing to eat a mushroom that comes from shit, I feel like you should be able to do that. True. You, you know what I mean? Who am I to stop you? I heard last night on the season finale of Fuck That's Delicious. I didn't get to watch it, but Action Bronson, Big Body, and The Alchemist got to go to Cosm and hang out with Alex Gray oh, that's and cool. Allison Gray. So I'm, I'm really excited to. Have you been there? Episode. Honestly, I've never been to Cosm. It's on the top of my list of places I'd like to go. We were talking about going. We should get a little family trip going, yeah, let's man. Go. Uh, they do a, um, they do things like every so often. Every month, like, right? Every full moon. Yeah, every full moon, and then equinoxes and like solstices. Where is this? Uh, hunting, New York, right? Hunters, Hunter, New York. For Huntstown. Hunts in New York. Mm-hmm. Huntstown, New oh, York. Kingstown, something like that. No, it's upstate. Sure, yeah. But, um, yeah, Alex and Allison Gray are obviously like. You ready? Visionaries. Four. Yeah, that was. Are you ready for round two? Take a trip. Family yeah, trip. Family <laughs> trip. <laughs> family <laughs> trip. <laughs> ready? We're making. We're making a movie this time about us instead of um, the event itself. I definitely know a lot of their in-house artists, and like, I could definitely try to hit up Alex and Allison. We can do an interview with them on the grounds. I yeah, think that would be cool. amazing. Yeah, tell them we would love to. Yeah, we won't want to come anyway, but we'd love to make a trip out of it with the cameras and shit and fucking yeah. really. There's some cool pictures that kind of at night. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, really cool. Yeah, I saw them. They put. They really did some beautiful. We had an awesome time. Thank you. I did too, man. You know that was. Um, I feel like it was something that East Coast needed. It was something that every single person involved put their heart and their soul into. It was a, really a project and way. a labor of love. Um, we were happy with it. and We're excited to um, bring the event back. Shout out to Jesse. Shout out to Jesse. Jesse hooked us Jesse up the whole time. Jesse, yeah. Jesse held us down. Jesse was like the guy that I could go to, like, we would, I, I, was, I bothered you a lot. So let me say <laughs> shout out to Bobby Knox. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, let's job. let Bobby enjoy himself this weekend. I started bothering Jesse. <laughs> and Jesse was like, he got us everything we needed. He got us everything we needed. You know, there's so many roles to follow. And like, I really feel like events are, you know, the future and social nightlife. Yeah. is the future of the cannabis movement and it's going to be such an important part of how we all are going to be able to network together and establish ourselves you know what i mean social media does great with that but like person to person business to business events expos trade shows 
seshes, parties are always going to be one of the best ways you can ever promote yourself or your business, I feel. I agree. I do agree because people remember a fucking banging party. Yep. They don't really... And that's something yeah. that like I love doing is throwing banging things that people like, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. That was cool. So are you guaranteeing that I remember this for the rest of my life? I hope you do. What do you want me to dress up as? Oh, are we going? You have I to. I don't know. Were we invited? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We haven't gotten our invites. Yeah, I mean, of course you invited. Yeah. All three of you are. Right. I'll comp with the three of you, and if you want to do some photography and maybe interview I'll some patrons, yeah. I got a step and repeat banner sponsored by Mass Cannabis Chefs. So maybe that'd be a good place for uh, you guys to stand in front of and do some interviews also yeah, yeah, and some photos. But um, I would like I would like Talking Seaweed to be the official photographers of the event. That's easy peasy. I do have a this is a, a smaller venue. Um, also, like marketplace sesh style events is something that I'm trying to avoid because yeah. I always see the need for change ahead of time, and that's uh, something that I value and within myself is seeing change that needs to be done and taking the initiative to do it ahead of time before most people realize that that's an important thing. Um, so right now I see the change in the community that I want to go back to more of um, fun music related sesh style events where like you can show up, relax, meet some friends and just chill and not worry about all the vendors and the exhibitors and yeah. all that stuff. Right. That's great. Because I mean? feel like I have to mingle with them. Like, like, they're here I, and I want their I've got to say that I threw sessions for years and, for years and yeah. you know, I still appreciate like it. We were like, we got to go grab card and just, you know what I mean? It's just, all about the costumes, man. Yeah, dude, that, that seems like a way Yeah, that's what I, yeah. yeah. We'll Is there a costume contest? Yeah, Schools and Goblins costume contest sponsored prizes by the Witch Doctor from Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, I think I might have to win this month. They're doing uh, shout outs yeah. to the doctor, man. Those guys have supported me since day one. All right, I gotta get thinking about my costume, guys. Hey, we gotta wrap I, this up. <laughs> I, I know people are gonna be really bringing their A game out for their costumes, cause it's just it's that time of year. If you don't, cool. But there's gonna be a couple people who do, and they're gonna take home some freaking awesome prizes. Which doctor is sponsoring one of the prizes? Zinc, glass. You guys thing. got a peep game real quick in Zinc. Because uh, he's he's next level for like a Halloween theme style artist. He makes the most gory, gruesome, most ridiculous looking shit. And that's a rig. Oh, that's dope. I think I've seen his work yeah, before. Yeah, Zink is. I oh, want one of the crazy. pigs to give away. It's a zombie pig. That's, that's really incredible. Dope. So we, I got some tricks up my sleeves. I love like I got, pigs and butcher. Me too. When it comes to that like, gory type shit, especially yeah. around this time of year. Oh, I got some yeah. tricks up my sleeves. You're sleep. a Rob Zombie fan. A couple. I, I love Rob Zombie. My first concert ever was Slipknot really? at Lupo's Heartbreak Hotel. I was 12 years old. It was an all-ages show. My mom's friend, Rain, brought me. And uh, we show up with her like 16-year-old daughter and her like 19-year-old son. I'm like 12. They're smoking joints. I'm in the back of this venue. It's pitch black. It was like the old Lupo's when it was like tiny. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. all these dudes got masks on. And yeah, I didn't know about crazy. this band, dude. And like... They're fucking banging and people started moshing and my mom, my mom calls other. Rain. This is a funny little story. My mom calls her friend Rain. She's like, where's Bob? She didn't tell her, my mom, that she was bringing me to a concert yet alone a Slipknot show in the middle of Providence when I'm 12 years old. My mom started freaking out, of course. It's a typical Sicilian mother, you know. So my mom's friend said, fuck that. <laughs> He's enjoying the show. So she kept me at the show and I got to enjoy Slipknot and watch Slipknot. <laughs> it was my first concert, but when I got home, I got some hell. It was worth it though. 
I'm a, I'm a reggae guy and, and, and rock, but to be able to like sometimes tell people that my my first show was like a real hardcore like yeah, metal show and I was you twelve. Uh, hey man, Corey Taylor is a fucking genius, dude. Amazing, I don't care what anybody says. <coughs> he doesn't care what you say. Corey hey, Taylor, Corey is, Taylor a is a genius. A lot he of his stuff genius. is very depressive. I, I know that's the music they play, but yep. his. Yep. Uh, musician style and skills, I, I think, are beautiful. Dude, Snuff is one of the prettiest songs I've ever heard in my life. You know, like, like I'm from the 90s, man. Like, I'm a 90s baby. I love Lane Staley, Alice in Chains. I love oh, Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. Dude, he looked like shit before he died, yeah, too. They all did, you know so what I mean? But like, they, they, they I, like, I appreciate like music shit. that you can hear. Dude, that pain, whole you know? generation of music looked like I shit. I agree. I like, um, I do like, I think Hard Times inspires the best music. So oh, fuck, I have like the saddest well, music. Yeah, it's always like the whole city's well, on okay. heroin, you get grunge. But I'm, I'm also, <laughs> I really, really like inspirational, like positive music. Like, again, bringing back to Fortune Youth, man. Really this is. weekend, like having them guys at the rally is just such a huge thing. I don't even know if most people realize it. Yeah, you're and excited. I, this is the second time he's brought it up. He's yeah, excited. He's I mean, I'm not, being, I'm not being biased either. Like, I'm a fan. They're my best friends. I've slept at the lead singer's house like weeks on end you guys do? breakfast like <laughs> hey i actually i flew out to california bro and i got to stay at 17th street studios for four days where sublime recorded 40 hours so of freedom awesome. and yeah, i watched man. fortune youth record their whole it's all a gem album from start to finish that's dope yeah those that's my See, that's, that's my I family dude, dude. Like, do yeah, those guys inspired me so much y'all have you ever seen them no. no. Yo, you guys are gonna be hyped. We still good, Danny? Yeah. Oh, okay. You guys are gonna be hyped. Everybody's gonna be hyped. Cause it's not good here. Yeah, oh, it's all good though. I'm sure it's fine. Um, we gotta wrap this up anyway though. 6 p.m. That was fun. That, yeah, I mean. Edit we'll it how you guys see fit. We got a lot of good content to work nothing, with. nothing, man. We don't edit nothing. This is um, all going. Oh yeah, right this now. is just going straight Before up. we end up wrapping things up, so. What do you gotta say? Are we off right, right now? No, we're live. All right. You know, I just want to wrap things up, I guess, right now by saying a couple things. Cannabis right now is at an absolute turning point in the United States. Live your dream. Be a part of this. There's no better time than now. Um, without the power of numbers that we were talking about earlier, we're not going to see the change that we all want to see um, in the future of this industry that was once a movement. It's always going to be a movement, and let's keep it moving together and make this change. Appreciate it, probably. Appreciate nice. everything you nice do for on. the industry, locally and nationally. This and, is my uh, heart and soul, man. Us, like, man. You're a good dude, man. We like we we fuck with you. We Thank fuck you. with Bobby Nugs. I'll see you Bobby guys Nugs this weekend at the Boston Freedom Rally. You Come will. out to Blues and Globins and hit me up. Right. We were invited, you weren't, huh? Sounds good. Roll Talk that out. Uh, anyone else's except mine, but that's mine, I'm Amethyst. Really? See, yeah. that's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. So it's more of an upbeat, uh, like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel you. Like, I'm like, I'm on the same page, on the same wavelength. Mm -hmm.